Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Tiger Project. I'm super excited because this week I will be interviewing Tessa Lavero and Annabelle Fudge about their experience at GCS with Community Service. They both do community service opportunities with children. Tessa Lavero does Building One Community and Annabelle does Boys and Girls Club. I really hope you enjoy listening. Okay, so just to start off, can you guys just introduce what community service opportunities you participate in and what your role is within that? Okay, hello, I'm Annabelle Futch, and I'm one of the leaders for our community service with the Boys and Girls Club. And I'm Tessa Lovero, and I'm one of the B1C Building One Community student coordinators and club leaders. And can you just briefly explain what your different community service clubs do? So what the Boys and Girls Club does, so currently every week we do a Zoom meeting with them and we plan different after-school activities for them like a science experiment where we give them materials that they can do every week and then also now we're doing Zoom games and different movement games online. So for Building One Community, what we used to do before COVID was visit the Building One Community Center in Stamford like almost every day, and you go and you help the kids with their homework, like English and math, and it was really nice. You could play with the kids, but because of COVID, um, we're on Zoom now, so you can do as many days of the week as you want, and basically you just set up a Zoom meeting and you're assigned one kid and you help them with any homework concerns that they might have. What would you say your favorite thing is about participating in these different community service opportunities? Um, so I would say my favorite thing about participating with the Boys and Girls Club and volunteering for them is being able to see the kids' reaction after we've planned something for them to do. So if it's a science experiment or a game, it's really fun to get to see their interest in it and what they're learning each week. It's kind of the same thing for me. I love like interacting with the kids and their excitement is just so infectious and it always made my day during every day of COVID in the spring. It was so nice to go on to Zoom and see these kids and they were so happy and even going in person before that just was great and they're so sweet and energetic and so that's the best part. Yeah, and I was just wondering how your different community service clubs adapted to this new kind of challenge of COVID. Um, so with the Boys and Girls Club, before COVID, we went once a week and we did a science experiment every week. So we'd prepare it and bring the materials. But when COVID started, we realized a science experiment every week would be kind of more difficult because we had to plan a kit that they would be able to use and then lead them through the experiment on Zoom. So we started doing... Um, rotating through a science experiment, uh, Zoom games, and like more movement games on Zoom each week. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how we've adapted. And then obviously we've moved online, which has had challenges, but I think the kids like what we're doing right now. So like I mentioned before, for B1C, we also moved fully onto Zoom. But this is a little difficult because especially for the kids where English maybe not isn't their first language it's just hard to completely teach them and also because they're on their own screens they're looking at their own classroom sites and so not to be able to see that and to kind of have to guess what they're looking at and instruct them on like how to reach certain websites and certain homework assignments is a little bit difficult too. Yeah, and outside of COVID, um, since you guys are both working with relatively young kids, what's another challenge that maybe 
you didn't expect when going into this? Um, so I would say outside of COVID, a challenging part about working with them is kind of grasping their attention and creating something for them that will keep them occupied. So with the Boys and Girls Club, it's supposed to be like an after-school thing where they can come and have fun. So we really want to create something that's interesting, but also our goal is to teach them something. So that's why we're doing the science experiments, and we can also do that with the Zoom games. So I think the hardest part is just trying to keep their attention and keep them interested in what we're doing. Connecting to that, when we meet with the B1C kids, it's usually the end of the day, they just had school, they're tired, they want to go play, they don't really want to sit down and start their homework right away, which I understand because I have the same problem. But just keeping them engaged and also figuring out the best way to teach them so that they'll understand, especially math, was it was just hard for me to translate what I knew into something that they would be able to easily grasp and apply. And I was just wondering if you had any particular memory from building one community or boys and girls club that just really sticks out in your mind um so i would say one of my favorite memories from going to the boys and girls club before covid was probably the time we made snow globes with them i think that was just really fun because they were super excited about it and we did it kind of around the holidays so we had a bunch of little figurines that they could pick out and like personalize their snow globe and then we talked about, like, the science behind how snow globe works and, like, the density of the liquid that we put in. So it was really fun to see them being excited and being able to take home something that they made. Mm-hmm. I have two distinct memories. One of them is when we were, it was before COVID when we got to go and visit B1C. And I, had, I was moving out of my house and I had all these extra princess costumes and dress-up items and I brought them for the kids, and they were so excited, especially the younger girls. They were trying on the dresses. They were so happy, and so it was so cute. They would, like, run and show their parents and all, like, try on all the different dresses. So that was a really cute memory. And then another one was during COVID when, at the end of the session, I'd been tutoring these two kids for, like, three months every single day. And at the end, they each, like, made me cards and drawings and were so happy and thankful, and it was really cute and just made my day and really reinforced how important and special it is to get involved in community service like this. Yeah, and I'm just wondering what you think has been your biggest takeaway from the overall experience of working in these different community service clubs. Um, I would say my biggest takeaway, and this has definitely been strengthened since COVID, is being able to adapt our lesson to what the kids are engaging with and what they need. So with COVID, we've been trying to do this um, with what the adults in the room could do and what we could instruct them to do over Zoom. And then when we were in person, um, really just adapting our lessons to what they wanted to engage with that day. So I think my biggest takeaway is being able to create something for a specific audience and have them enjoy it. For me, my biggest takeaway has been just figuring out different ways to teach the kids and what works and what explanations might not work, but also kind of realizing how grateful I am to be able to come to a school like this and have it be open and kids can actually show up in person to school and get to work with their teachers in person because some of these kids that I've been tutoring can't go to school in person and so they can't work side by side with their teachers and that's a little bit difficult. Yeah, that's a really interesting perspective. Um, What is something that you think 
people should know before they join one of these community service opportunities? Um, I think what you should know before committing to the Boys and Girls Club is, um, well, first of all, it's really fun, but also it's very chaotic when you're working with the children, and you need to have patience, and you need to be able to commit the time to really create something that the kids will love. For B1C, right now over Zoom, I would say patience, again, because you're going to probably need to help the kids get um, all set up with Zoom, and sometimes they might have issues logging on or finding class, like showing you their screens. So definitely some fluency with um, running a Zoom room would be helpful, but also kind of knowing that the in-person B1C experience is very different from the Zoom one, and both are great, but I would definitely recommend as soon as the in-person experience gets up and running, figure out the days that you're available and join that because I'm not sure if you can join the spring one again. I think it closed, but definitely look into fall and figure out what days you're free. Yeah, and that actually directly um, connects to my last and final question. Um, if I want to get involved in one of the community service opportunities you guys are talking about or even maybe one of the many other community service opportunities that we have, what should I do? Um, well, if you want to get involved with Boys and Girls Club, you can really get involved at any time. It'd be best to get involved like at the start of the season, but you mm -hmm. can join any time, and you can just email Mr. Lane or me or Ellery and just ask about what we need from you, and you can always do stuff with sports like creating games or experiments and planning yeah. if you can't do the Zoom rooms in person. Mm-hmm. For building one community, right now over Zoom, what we've been doing is kids commit to a couple months. So you might commit to the fall and then a couple months in the winter and then the spring, but you keep going and show up every week for those months. So figuring out when you're free, what days of the week you're free, and then knowing you'll be able to commit like every Tuesday from March till May, something like that. Um, and then when we go back in person, just figuring out the days that you could um, go to B1C and um, counting travel time as well. Well, thank you so much, Annabelle and Tessa, um, for t taking your time to record this podcast episode. I know I found it very insightful, and I really enjoyed hearing you guys talk about something you are so passionate about. Um, and for the audience, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. We should have more coming out soon, and I hope you also enjoyed. <laughs>